please, for the sake of humanity, please then just say, okay, man up. You got me. I have a needle hanging out of my ass. You caught me. It's not vitamin B12. B12 right on the out. Fuck you. Don't ever fucking patronize me like that. You know, I, I always like to joke that, um, and obviously the updated number is uh, 30 days until pitchers and catchers report to a spring training site in either Arizona, which they call the uh, Cactus League, or Florida, which is what they call the Grapefruit League for spring training in Major League Baseball. But I got to tell you, folks, and, and you know, if you've listened to any of the previously produced 400 and 47 episodes of Unscripted, you know that Chris and I are not the biggest baseball fans. I used to be at one time, but then obviously came the strike of 1994 and the screwing over of the Montreal Expos. But this week in sports, the biggest news in all the sports, and obviously you've got a lot of things going on right now. Um, You've got You had the national championship game in college football on Monday. Congratulations to the LSU Tigers for beating the Clemson Tigers. Um, You've got ongoing basketball. You've got the NHL All-Star coming up pretty quick here. Um, Obviously, this this weekend you'll have uh, the, uh, or you had the National Football League championship games in uh, Kansas City and San Francisco, respectively. But baseball... And this is not what baseball needed, folks. This is certainly not what baseball needed. But baseball has been at the top of the headlines. You know, when you have a bunch of secretaries, and I'm not taking a shot at secretaries here, folks, but usually you don't see a group of women in an office environment around that proverbial water cooler talking about baseball. But this week I saw it in an actual functioning office that a bunch of secretaries from a secretarial pool from an oil company in downtown Calgary were down around that proverbial water cooler talking about baseball and all that goddamn cheating that's going on in baseball. And oh my God, this is just, just not what Rob Manfred needed. Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, was trying to get out of this as unscathed as possible. And it started with this investigation of the Houston Astros and this cheating scandal. And then what really I believe Commissioner Manfred was looking for was resolution and finality on Monday when he handed down one-year suspensions to Astros general manager Jeff Lunau. I think that's how I'm saying it correctly, but if not, he's going to be out of baseball anyway, so who the hell cares? And their field manager, A.J. Hinch, All of this shenanigans, this is what started it. When Manfred handed down one-year suspensions from Major League Baseball for the general manager and the field manager of the Astros, they lost uh, first and second round draft picks in the next two amateur drafts. The next two June amateur drafts, the Astros lost their first and second round draft picks. And on top of that, they got fined $5 million dollars. Okay, for an owner like Jim Crane or any Major League Baseball owner, five million bucks is nothing. 
what Crane was trying, in my opinion, what Crane was trying to accomplish here was that, okay, his manager and his general manager get sacrificed. I lose draft picks and I lose 5 million bucks. But ultimately what Jim Crane was looking for in this deal from Major League Baseball was that he keep he that he gets to keep the Astros 2017 World Series title. Well, f- for that part of this little scenario, Jim Crane was successful in doing that. He did get to keep the 2017 uh, World Series championship that he's that his team won in seven games over the Los Angeles Dodgers. But right after this ruling came down. That's when the fun started. Jim Crane, I think, I truly believe in my heart of hearts, listening to his press conference after on Monday, after these sanctions were handed down by General, excuse me, by Commissioner Manfred, I truly believe that Jim Crane was truly uh, not remorseful, but thankful that his team was able to keep their World Series crown of 2017. So to show his appreciation. I believe he made the general manager and the field manager scapegoats and he kicked them to the curb and fired them right there. Okay. So Monday afternoon, Lunau and Hinch are out of a job. Well, who do we go for next? Well, who do we go for next? Well, Alex Cora, who's now the field manager of the Boston, or excuse me, was the field manager of the Boston Red Sox when they won their world's most recent World Series championship in 2018. Well, Cora was on that 2017 coaching staff in Houston that got caught cheating by using trash cans and all this other stuff to signal signs, okay? So the Red Sox figure, well, shit. If they let Crane keep his World Series title from 17, maybe if we dispatch Alex Cora... This has got to be John Henry and Tom Werner's thinking. Those are the two owners, the two majority owners of the Boston Red Sox. So Werner and Henry get together and they go, well, shit, they just fired Hinch and Lunau down in Houston. We probably should get rid of Alex Cora. So sure as hell, Tuesday, the Red Sox cut ties with Alex Cora as their field manager. Well, notice I haven't mentioned any players being named in this 192-page document that was produced by Major League Baseball on this sign-stealing catastrophe going on, scandal going on down in Houston. Well, the one player that was mentioned happens to be one Carlos Beltran. And Carlos Beltran was a reserve and kind of a pinch hitter extraordinaire on that 2017 Houston Astros World Championship team. Well... Guess what? 77 days ago, Carlos Beltran was hired as the new manager of the New York Mets. (laughs) The only player named in this scandal, he was fired on Thursday before even managing one game with the New York Mets. The dysfunctional Mets. They'd screw up a wet dream, the New York Mets would, I swear to God. But after 77 days and not managing and not even filing one lineup card with the home plate umpire as the manager of the New York Mets, Carlos Beltran is shown the door in New York. Now you must wonder, before I get Chris involved here, because Chris is chomping at the bit, I sent Chris a note last night 
saying, you better be tuned up on this baseball stuff because this is the news and this is this this is the news and notes of the week right here is this baseball crap going on. He is, don't worry. Chris is always prepared, just like a Boy Scout. But now, talking about players. This came out starting Thursday evening. Did Jose Altuve hide something inside of his jersey? after taking Araldus Chapman deep in the 2019 playoffs that eliminated the Yankees, and it showed the uh, Astros to move on to the American League Championship, excuse me, onto the World Series. They beat the Yankees in the ALCS, and it was Altuve's homer off of Araldus Chapman of the Yankees that catapulted the Astros into this year's, this last season's World Series. But did you see Altuve? As he's running around the bases, it looks like he's trying to hide something. He didn't want anybody to rip his jersey off, right? You've seen these walk-off home runs, and it looks like it's a stripper in a, in a strip club, and they get their clothes off so fast. And this guy runs in after hitting the game-winning and series-winning homer to get your team to the World Series. He's forgetting and bypassing his teammates. He's running down to the locker room to get his jersey off. Why? Because he had to take a piss? No, I don't think so. So... There are so many things going on with this. I think Jose Altuve needs to be tuned up a little bit. Obviously, to me, to me, he had something hooked into his jersey. There's no question in my mind because he was sitting on a certain pitch from Araldus Chapman. He knew what was coming, and he smoked that son of a bitch right out of that Minute Maid Park in Houston back in October. So I think Jose Altuve is going to ultimately face some punishment. He should anyway. Uh, Alex Bregman supposedly knows something about this too. I have to ask the question to take it one step further after all this. And we are just seeing the tip of the iceberg here, I think, folks, really. Any team that has employed members of the Houston Astros, the Boston Red Sox, and any other teams that are on the cutting edge of cheating are going to be under a microscope. And remember, we're only 30 days from pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training. I truly believe, and I want Chris to answer this, but I truly believe because of this, I truly believe that the Houston Astros in 17 and the Red Sox in 18 need to have their World Series championships taken away. They cheated. Now, I don't think you make the Los Angeles Dodgers champions. The Dodgers lost to both of those teams. I don't think you make the Dodgers champions, but what I think you do is you vacate the 2017 and the 2018 World Series trophies to these two teams because of their bullshit cheating. Sir, the floor is yours. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. (laughs) There's so much wrong with this story, and baseball didn't need this. And, wow, I don't know if this Rob Manfred is the guy for the job or not, but they need a serious house cleaning. Like, they need a guy that legitimately has ethics, and that's clearly something that's missing here. The thought that these guys have just no shame and no ethics is unbelievable like they were just raised poorly i guess i like i don't know i mean there there have to be some good guys in baseball and some guys who haven't been cheating it doesn't sound like every team was cheating as far as we know but who knows that may, maybe that's a reason you don't make the dodgers champions not that there's anything that we know of wrong with them but for all we know if one or two teams were doing it are is that it is well, that the limit like if i may and i don't want to interrupt you but it's a prevalent point i do, i truly believe the milwaukee brewers will be under the scrutiny because their current president of baseball operations and general manager is a guy by the name of uh, Stearns. I don't remember his first name right off the top of my head. Doesn't matter. David Stearns is his name. David, something like that. 
But anyway, when before before he was the general manager in Milwaukee, he was the assistant general manager in Houston, and he built. He was very prevalent in the building of that 2017 Astros team, and I truly believe that the Brewers will be under some scrutiny this year just because they're associated by default. All right. Well, I'm. Uh, I've got one thing that bothers me more than the rest of it all. Please. And uh, well, I'm going to shut up. No, it's okay. <laughs> what I want to do, though, I want to go through just a few tweets here that uh, really sum up a lot of the things that people were thinking about and and saying. And I want to just go through these quickly, and then I'll say the one thing that bothers me the most because we could spend hours and hours and hours talking about this. And re- if you wanted to really get into each wrong thing that happened, but I'll just skim through a few of them here. So I love this, you know, the guy that we both love, Pete Rose, said, I was wrong for gambling, but I didn't taint the game right. like this, which, of course, is the difference. No and question. now at this point, geez, just throw Pete Rose in there already. Geez, he's a saint compared to what these other people are doing here. Uh, but there was, oh, there were just so many things. I don't even know if I liked them all. But anyway, I'm just going to scroll through them here. And if you ever need, you can go to our Twitter account at UnscriptedMC and see all the things that I like. And that's when we do Freeform Friday and that that's what we actually uh, talk about. Uh, Ted Berg says, MLB should legalize all spy shit. Secret cameras everywhere. Backup infielders climbing through ventilation ducts. Lineup cards written in, in impenetrable ciphers. Lefty relievers coming through the bullpen door disguised as righty relievers. Double agents, honeypots, blackmail. Let's just do it all. I mean, let's just, what are we holding back for? Uh, Alex Wood says, I would rather face a player that was taking steroids than face a player that knew every pitch that was coming. Mm-hmm. And Trevor Bauer, the pitcher, responded all day every day for the rest of time of course you would uh oh this was fun Dieter Kurtenbach said Jose Altuve had a home OPS now OPS is an advanced saber metric that combines on base percentage with slugging percentage correct and of course I guess they were only able to cheat with the buzzer at home I right. guess is the thing right, right? right. so his home Jose Altuve's home OPS was 1.541 during the 2017 playoffs his road OPS 0.497 less than a third as good I think that that's uh maybe leading towards something of course everyone tweeted the stupid thing of him holding the jersey together and uh, Scott Hansen, the great host of NFL Red Zone. My question is, did he signal his team to not rip because he thought in their jubilation they'd forget he had the buzzer? Or because <laughs> not everyone was in on the cheat? And it's actually a, a sincere question. And Damn I, right it is. And I, I don't know. Uh, pro Football Talk, even football's getting in on this. Pro Football Talk said, other than the steroids thing that happened in plain sight for years, this sign-stealing mess feels like the biggest baseball scandal since the Black Sox. How do they not take away Houston's World Series title? Cody Bellinger said, for the sake of the game, I hope this isn't true. If true, there needs to be major consequences to the players. That completely ruins the integrity of the game. Uh, Scott Hansen came back again and said, if you believe this was because his wife didn't want his jersey torn, you also believe Sammy Sosa accidentally mixed up his bats with a corked one, which of course that's is a true. great one. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Brittany Garoli says, so you can't trust baseball's balls. You can't trust the teams aren't cheating. The league's drug policy needs to be examined after Tyler Skaggs passing and MLB wants to eliminate more than 40 minor league teams. Other than that, everything is fine. <laughs> and I know I had at least, oh yeah, I love this too. So I've, I should actually look at betting with this place called Points Bet Sportsbook at Points Bet USA. They're the ones, if you remember, a while back, uh, they refunded people's money who bet yes. on Mitch Trubisky as That's MVB because right. they felt so badly for them. Correct. Yep. So what they have done now 
is, and this is a lot more legitimate. That one was like, yeah, people who bet on Trubisky as MVP deserve to lose their money, frankly. But uh, here they said, the Astros cheated, the Yankees lost, points bet is refunding all Yankees AL futures and World Series futures bets in full. Wow. Which is, I mean... That's awesome. That's really cool. Hey, like, I mean, great. I love that. And, uh, oh, I, I loved I loved this. This is the last one. I love this. So this is some guy named Philip. He uh, is on Twitter and he calls himself a fan of bad sports teams. And he, he says, because you had mentioned the Mets at the one point. Yeah. He, <laughs> I love this. This is like watching Letterman. Remember watching Letterman in the 90s and he'd always have something with the yeah. Mets. He'd have like, well, today's the first day of spring training, which means the Mets have been <laughs> mathematically eliminated, you know, like all that <laughs> stuff like that. So, um, if the Mets had a buzzing Band-Aid scandal like the Astros did, it would end with a player getting electrocuted to death as he struck out on a slider over the plate. And I think that sums up the Mets really well. But anyway, now that we've got that out of the way, what do you think, I don't know, what do you think I have the biggest problem with? Do you, is it that, like, you know, the Astros should lose the World Series? Is it Altuve? Is it sign stealing? Is it the buzzer? What do you, th- any guess what my biggest problem is? Think about people that I despise in sports. Like, what do you think my biggest problem is? Take a guess. Well, because um, it all sucks. But it, I mean, it all there's something sucks, that extra I, I, pisses me off. Well, you know, I know you're not a huge baseball fan, but I know you're a man of high integrity, and um, this has shamed baseball. This has uh, set baseball back uh, generations. Um, I think the thing that pisses you off the most is that it's it's a black eye on the game itself. It's a black eye, uh, for the people involved. And I just think because of your high moral value, uh, cheaters should not be rewarded with winning championships. You're on the right path. Uh, who's my least favorite baseball player? Well, our buddy Rafael Palmeiro. That's right. And any idea why I specifically hate him even more than other cheaters, like, like McGuire and Sosa and all that stuff. Well, I thought it was something because of the juicing and, and, it, it uh, was. Yeah. you know, and, and, uh, for I'm, I know your favorite, your least favorite player is Rafael Palmero. I'm, I'm not an idiot. I've been around <laughs> you for 448 episodes. I know every time I bring that name up, you get those big arms of yours and you look like you're ready to kill somebody. So, um, but you may have to remind me what, besides the juicing, uh, what's your problem okay. with Rafael Palmero? Well, it's all based on that too, but it was, it was two things that he did. Number one was, of course, lying to Congress, and not sure. ju- not just lying to Congress, but the way he did it. That's true. L- like a five-year-old who had pr- practiced in the mirror for a bit, and then he, you know, he's saying like, "I did not take steroids," and then yeah. he literally has to check his notes to remember to say the word "period" while pointing with his left hand. Uh, period. Like right. it was, it was pathetic and insulting. But on top of that, the thing that made maybe even worse that he did, and this is why it's relevant to this story, was he was literally caught bending over, getting a needle in the ass. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's right. I remember that now. And do you remember yeah. what he said it was? No, I don't. He, he said it was vitamin B12. Oh, sure. Which is why one of the very first episodes of Unscripted, I think off the top of my head, I think maybe episode three. 16. <laughs> Ooh, I could be wrong. 16, I think. It comes to mind. I haven't looked in a long time. But it's called, I think, vitamin B12. And that's oh, why yeah. he was literally caught bending over with a needle in his ass. <laughs> At that point, I know if you haven't had any sh- fucking shame and you haven't had any ethics in your whole life and you've been raised poorly by morons. Right. Who don't give a shit about anything. Correct. At that point, okay, so you've gotten that far, I get it. But at least when you get caught with a needle hanging out of your ass, 
please, for the sake of humanity, please then just say, okay, man up. You got me. I have a needle hanging out of my ass. You caught me. It's not vitamin B12. I can take a fucking entire B complex vitamin that's smaller than an aspirin. Right. B12 right on the out. Fuck you. Don't ever fucking patronize me like that. So then we get the worst part of this whole story. Jose fucking Altuve coming across the plate, holding the jersey shut because he knows he's got the buzzer there. And then I was thinking when I saw that, I thought, okay, I bet this guy's enough of a piece of shit that he's going to deny it still. He's going to come up with some excuse. My wife. Yeah. And I was trying to think, you know, what, what excuse could he come up with? Is it like... He, he, there's no way he's going to say he was cold. There's no way, like, what's he going to say? Like, and I couldn't come up with anything. And I'm like, if he, he's either got to admit it or else he's going to come up with something that's so stupid and insulting, it's going to piss me off extra. And he actually said a couple things. At one point he said, uh, he said the wife, but I heard him also say that he was shy. And it made me want to fucking fight him. Is that is that then where they showed the pictures of him on Instagram or something with the four exactly. different with the four different and he doesn't have a shirt on and he's showing his six pack. He didn't seem to be too a cold or shy when I saw those four pictures on Instagram. Yeah, and that's why the internet did that because he said shy and they're like, okay, you think you're shy? Okay, let's see if you're shy. And they <laughs> and so then they come up with pictures of him walking around like, look how ripped I am and everything. So when you get hypocrites to that level, it is the worst thing not just in sports, but in friggin' humanity. And I'm disgusted by Altuve. I heard good things about him before as a player and everything. I never knew what was going on with him. But fuck him and fuck baseball and fuck the Astros. And I don't care what happens to them anymore. But, I mean, when you get caught, just admit it because that's just embarrassing. Okay, this is what I think needs to happen moving forward. I think that Altuve needs to lose his MVP trophy of 2017. Sure, sounds good. As part of his at least year-long suspension. I truly believe that. You need to put Bregman in there too because he has been implicated, if you will, in this scandal as well. I truly believe that the Astros in 17 and the Red Sox in 18 need to have their World Series championships taken away. I truly believe that Pete Rose should be on the highway right now to the Baseball Hall of Fame. You punish Pete Rose for over 30 years now because he's a lousy gambler and then you have this stuff coming up. I think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame tomorrow. And you mentioned it briefly. I truly believe that anybody and everybody implicated in the Black Sox scandal of 1919 and more specifically Shoeless Joe Jackson, Jackson, excuse me, should be reinstated into the or inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And I think that the Black Sox scandal should be lifted. I mean, if you're going to allow the Astros and the Red Sox to keep their World Series championships in 17 and 18, then God damn it, you better be thinking about what you're going to have to do to write the record books in regard to 1919 and the White Sox scandal as well. There's no question about that. And I also, and this is very difficult for me to say, But I think that you need to start thinking about the biases, and I hate these guys. I hate these guys like Chris hates Rafael Palmero. And and I, up until 1994, I was a baseball fan. And I still kind of am because the Milwaukee Brewers have been prevalent the last couple of years. It's always easier to cheer for a team that's winning, okay? So call me a bandwagon jumper, whatever, I don't care. But... If you're going to allow 
Jose Altuve, and Alex Bregman, who won the MVP last year, if I'm not mistaken, or was runner-up or something. He was close. He had a great year last year. But obviously he was cheating. Um, You need to rethink your position on Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and all of those pill-popping and shoot-me-up assholes, literally. You need to think about including them in the Baseball Hall of Fame again if you're going to allow Altuve and his buddies to get off scot-free from this. I truly believe that. But, you know, you have heard me how many times when we do take a small a small portion of our program and talk baseball, you've heard me talk endless times about the 4,356 hits or whatever it is of Pete Rose. If anybody thinks that Pete Rose doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame now, you're as dumb as Rob Manfred is. And... You know, and this is this is this is a repercussion. Okay, here's a repercussion of this ongoing saga. That again, even though pitchers and catchers report in 30 days, this is not going to be resolved in 30 days, folks. This is going to be lingering over all season long. Can you imagine how much shit the Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox are going to take when they go into opposing teams' uh, stadiums this year? Can <laughs> you that. imagine? what the Yankee fans are going to do to the Red Sox when the Red Sox are in Yankee Stadium this year. They're going to crucify their ass. Can you imagine what the Texas Rangers fans are going to do to the Houston Astros when they're in their new ballpark this year in Arlington, Texas? They're going to crucify them. This is a byproduct of all this shit from the last week or so in regard to baseball. And this is just, I'm telling you folks, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Guys are going to be coming out of the closet with a story now until the end of this upcoming baseball season. Blackjack McDowell, you may or may not remember him. Blackjack McDowell pitched at Stanford University back in the 80s and 90s. And then he was, he won a Cy Young. I want to say 93, somewhere in there. He won a Cy Young pitching for the Chicago White Sox. But Blackjack McDowell came out Thursday this week and said, and he was he was one of the five starting pitchers when Tony La Russa was the manager in the 80s of the Chicago White Sox. And Blackjack McDowell came out this week and says that La Russa had a sign-stealing system back during his time as manager of the White Sox. Folks, then do we have to go back and start eliminating wins? Now, the White Sox were shit back then, but do you take whatever wins they had, do you take those away now? I mean, everybody's going to have a story now. Everybody's going to come out. If anybody had an axe to grind against their manager or a general manager or whatever, there's going to be a story. Some of them are going to be true. Some of them are going to be fabricated. But we're going to have to investigate all of them. And I'm telling you, folks, again, not to sound repetitive. You hear me say that a lot. But this is just the beginning of the iceberg. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry is going to have a story in regard to cheating with baseball. And, my God, I just can't wait to see the first Red Sox-Yankees game this year in Yankee Stadium. Folks, I will make my ass sit there and watch all nine innings because it's going to be the most interesting game of baseball I've probably seen in my life, and I don't even give a damn. I mean, I don't even care if I watch anything that's going on in the field. What's going on and what the fans are going to be yelling in the stands is just going to be priceless. And it's going to be an unbelievably long year for the Houston Astros, 
the Boston Red Sox and anybody else that has some kind of affiliation with this sign-stealing scandal going on right now. And again, we haven't even started this season. 30 days, pitchers and catchers report. My God. I wonder what the, you know, we used to make fun, you and I, a lot about that tagline for the Calgary Flames. Every, all out, every shift. Well, you're supposed to be all out every shift. You're a hockey player. You're getting overpaid to play hockey. Yeah, you're supposed to go out all out every shift. What are they going to have of the tagline this year for Major League Baseball? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, baseball, let's inject some excitement into the game. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or Major League Baseball, bring your garbage cans to the ballpark. <laughs> baseball, I mean, it must be a sign. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever baseball is paying their marketing gurus this year, it ain't enough. Oh, that reminds me. That's I, I, I must have missed that one tweet. I know I liked it. Uh, they found a tweet that the Houston Astros actually tweeted uh, around the time they were winning the Super or the uh, the World Series, and it said, "There's a buzz in the air." <laughs> There's our tagline how for do the you, year. How do you like that? There's our tagline. There's line a buzz of the in the air. There's a buzz in the air. Watch baseball, and then you just fill in off with it. Roberto Alomar's old McCain commercial gets detaste. I don't know if you remember that, but it was great. <laughs> it but was it, before my no, time. No, okay, fair enough. But um, oh, and one last thing, dear Boston Red Sox. Fuck you for making the New York Yankees the good guys. Isn't that something? Isn't that Jesus. something? Jesus. Like, come on. This is going to be, it's going to linger all year long. We're going to, it's going to be talked about ad nauseum. Every game is going to be scrutinized. And remember at this time last year, we're talking about a, a pitch clock. Remember? Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about pitch clock anymore. And all anybody is talking about with the base start of baseball season, four weeks away. Everybody's talking about this. And the things that we need to talk about about baseball aren't getting talked about. They're getting shoved to that proverbial back burner because this is going to be the first, second, and third story in anybody's mind right now. And I can't believe the Houston Astros. You know, um, they interviewed yesterday, the Astros did, they interviewed Dusty Baker, the 70-year-old former manager of the Giants, the Cubs, the Reds, and the Nationals. They hired they they didn't hire him yet, but they interviewed him yesterday. Can you imagine how difficult it would be to be the manager next year of either the Houston Astros or the Boston Red Sox? Everywhere you're gonna go. Everywhere you know what? I don't want to make this a, a, a racial thing or anything, but I can't imagine how difficult it was for like Let's go back to when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in 1947 in Major League Baseball. How difficult that must have been just because of the color of his skin. Every, every, every Major League park he walked into, he was chastised. He was just berated. He was treated like shit. I, this is going to be the way, the way of the world this year for those two baseball teams. They can't wait right now. The Astros and the Red Sox, they can't wait for the end of September this year, because that signifies the end of the baseball season. There's no way that either one of these teams get to the postseason. It's going to be too difficult this year. Everything's going to be scrutinized. This is going to be the longest year of baseball for anybody on those two on, on those two teams' respective 25-man rosters. This is this is the scratch that's never going to go away. Yeah, this is. And yet it seems like it's uh, it seems like it's not the last. It seems like we had the, 
you know, even if you go back to the Black Sox scandal, which is nothing compared to this, but, you know, you go back to the steroid era and now you've got this. If they don't make major sweeping changes, what's going to happen in another 10 or 20 years? It'll be something else. Well, you know what? And, and as you talk about, and again, you you were absolutely correct earlier in this in this uh, 448th episode of our little program. We could go on forever and ever. Amen. But I truly believe, because we got a lot of things to talk about today that I want to get to this week, and I only have the one opportunity this week to get with Chris. Um, I truly believe that if there isn't radical change soon, I truly believe that Manfred needs to be replaced as well. Sure. I mean, this happened under his watch. And ultimately, he he uh, is representative, I get it, of the 31 or how many goddamn owners there are in Major League Baseball. I think there might be 30 Major League Baseball owners. He's responsible to those 30 Major League Baseball owners, and he failed them this time. And I think ultimately, if there isn't some responsibility and some hardcore sanctions and punishments handed down on players as well, can't be just it can't just be the field managers and the general managers. It's got to be some players too, because the players are the ones executing, and these are the players. The players are the ones that are benefiting from this cheating. I believe if there isn't some serious sanctions and punishments handed down to players as well, Manfred. As the face of Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred needs to be unemployed as well. hundred percent he does. This is a great chance for him to make his mark, even if it happened under his watch. This is a great chance for him to do a great job as a commissioner. This is... This is his thing. This yeah, is, absolutely. This is like George W. Uh, yeah, this is like W. sitting there w- when the towers come down. Right. This is what it's like. It's like, sorry, if you wanted this or not, this is this is your uh, this is your chance. You, the history will remember you based on what you do faced with this particular adversity in this situation. Best of luck to you. Let's see what you got. Bud Selig, not a huge fan, even though he's a former owner of the Milwaukee Brewers. But for twenty five years, he he brought to the game. The wild card playoffs. He brought division realignment, but he also survived the steroid era, and that was that was his thing to get through. It pales in comparison, in my in my opinion, to this stuff. This is cheating, and again, you're cheating obviously with shooting guys in the ass. I get that, but at least we got guys seemingly right now on the outside looking in in regard to guys like Clemens, Bonds, McGuire, Canseco. They're not in the Hall of Fame yet. And we at least have proper testing now. But this is, and I, I, I a thousand percent agree with you, this is Rob Manfred's. What he does with this will define his commissionership and it will determine how long he is the commissioner of Major League Baseball. And if he doesn't do something swift and soon, I think he should be shown the door. I oh, truly do. Oh, 100%. He's, 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 there's no point to having him if he's not going to take strong action in this situation. And going forward, I don't know what, how... I mean, you have to have strong penalties for everyone who cheated here. I don't know about ban for life if, if that's not the precedent. But going forward, anything that... Right. Ha- at the very least, anything that did happen here, like in terms of buzzers on shoulders or whatever else, anything that happened with this whole controversy here, anything that happened here, at least in the future, has to be automatic ban for life, period. You know, it's funny. As screwed up as baseball is right now, I found it hilarious this week that they came out and clarified what they mean by lifetime ban in Major League Baseball. There's only one definition of that. Right. When you die, the ban is lifted. Oh, that's what they said? That's what they said. Okay, well, what else could it mean? Well, but I'm... But 
this week of all weeks, they yeah. have to go out and clarify their position on this. <laughs> so when when uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson died, his lifetime ban for Major League Baseball was when they put him in the ground, his major league his ban for Major League Baseball was lifted. Well, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, there's a lifetime ban. They were talking about Pete Rose in this regard. Pete Rose has a lifetime ban until they put him into his burial plot in Las Vegas. Oh, and then all of a sudden he will and be then, eligible. And then he'll be eligible. Oh, but he should be before then. Pete Rose said better see Cooperstown before he sees the local cemetery in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah, of course, of course. We got to run because, again, Chris and I could go off for hours on this, and we just don't have that kind of time. But this is never going to stop this year, folks. This could be an unbelievably interesting year of baseball, and you might not even have to watch one pitch. Just watch what's going on in the stands when the Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox are playing. That should be worth your entertainment value right there. Oh, man, the Red Sox at Yankee Stadium. That's going to look like a soccer game with the, the, <laughs> like the, the insane drunkenness and everyone just doing chants and stuff. That could it's be a lot of look, fun. It's going to look like those darts, you know, when they get together yeah, and, yeah. and all them people are in there watching those guys yeah, play they, darts. And they're singing and, and they're chanting. singing and chanting and drinking. Oh, yeah. That's what this is yeah, going to look exactly, like. Yeah, exactly, yeah. We've got to run on this most interesting 448th episode of Unscripted. I just, I just can't believe that baseball has screwed up this royally again. Um, and I think, again, Manfred was thinking, well, I hand these lifetime bands down on Monday and everything's done. No, I mean, hey, what about what about TV deals and that in the future? Absolutely. Like, does anyone oh, want to watch these games anymore? Do TV uh, stations want to pay a bunch for these guys? Exactly. I don't. I wouldn't. There's so many unanswered questions moving forward, and how do you? I mean, it's, it's just oh my and god. There's so much content out there. It's not like we need baseball. It's not like we got two channels and baseballs on one of them. It's not like that anymore. Sorry. I mean, and other leagues that are doing it right. AEW just got approved for a second night of the week. Let's, oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, oh, cool. so, so good for them. But they're with and just just Netflix alone is so much competition for baseball at this point. Uh, they they can't fuck up like this. Uh, and maybe it's too late. Maybe there's nothing that Manfred I, can I, do. But he has to take strong action. He's got to take strong action. And you're right. Everybody is under a microscope, just because of social media. And the access to information is unbelievable in this day and age. And again, I go back to what I talked about at the very beginning of this episode. It's amazing to me to walk into an oil company like I did on Wednesday and see five secretaries or office, whatever you want to call them, office assistants. I I may be dating myself with secretaries, and I mean no disrespect, but I found it unbelievable that five women were talking about this sign-stealing thing going on in Major League Baseball, I just thought, my God, that's how big this is. I just never in my whole life envisioned watching five office women workers talking about the sign-stealing scandal going on in Major League Baseball. You know, I always heard, and I know I was supposed to sign off and I'll shut up here in a minute, but (laughs) I always heard from a lot of people that any advertiser or any, you know, is good What's the word I'm looking for? All publicity is All, good publicity. Thank you. In this case, not so much. Not really. Not no. so much. Especially for people like that that are, <laughs> I mean, or any casual fan, either a man or woman or whatever, in Western Canada especially, what 
I mean, maybe there's the odd hardcore baseball fan still, but for the most part, unless the Blue Jays are doing something amazing, right, right. these people aren't even, I don't believe, watching baseball. And all the publicity they get is like, oh, so the overpaid steroid users are now stealing and cheating stuff too? Yeah. And stealing and cheating against each other? Yeah. Like, oh, wow, it's even worse. We've got to run on this 448th episode of our little program. As always, we thank you for joining us and certainly hope that you continue to do so. Having said that, for the executive producer of Unscripted, Mr. Chris Fluke, I'm Mike Jansen. Until next time.